Hello, this is Lindsay from Security Plus LLC. We have successfully been reducing costs for many WPT members regarding employee benefits. I'm going to be reaching out to WPT members who want to take steps to enjoy better benefits, better understanding of health insurance, better service, all at a lower cost. I look forward to speaking to you soon. Thanks, Lindsay, and thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm John Jacobson. Today is Wednesday, the 26th of April, 2023. Well, happy midweek. How is your week going so far? Hopefully it's going pretty well. Pretty sunny out there across the state today, so that's great. Busy day in the state capitol yesterday. We'll jump into the assembly session in a moment, but the personal property tax repeal bill had a public hearing in the Senate Revenue Committee yesterday morning. Of course, I was in attendance. I obviously can't make any promises. I've made that mistake before, but things look very, very promising, so stay tuned on that. No Democrat objections this session, so that was uh, pretty encouraging. Let's jump into some news together. The state assembly was in session yesterday and passed quite a few bills that would limit unemployment insurance for bad actors and penalize individuals who are offered a job or offer job interviews and then ghost the employers, never show up for the interview. Another bill would have required DWD to perform random audits of at least 50% of all work searches being performed. Right now, it's less than one-tenth of a percent that are being audited, and even in that tiny amount of audits, a lot of false payments are being made. Essentially, the same bills were passed last legislative session and vetoed by Governor Evers, so it's not likely they're going to be signed into law this time around either. Republican lawmakers said the package of bills promote accountability, encourage personal responsibility, prevent fraud and abuse, and get people back to work. All seemingly great things. Democrat lawmakers called them cruel and mean and said people on unemployment don't want to be out of work. They repeatedly mentioned how the state should be picking up the tab for child care for parents around the state and at one point tried to unilaterally expand Medicaid in Wisconsin by motioning on the floor of the assembly. Kind of bizarre. That attempt was ruled as not germane to the debate, and so it was reversed, but... Uh Yeah, it was a lot. One of the pieces of legislation would also require state agencies to regularly track and report activities of workforce development programs that they oversee. Kind of hard to believe that that's not being done already. How cruel is that legislation? Government agencies have to track and report their activities. My God. Republicans yesterday also thankfully passed a taxpayer protection bill that would forbid any local governments from using tax dollars to enact universal income programs. As you may recall, the city of Madison, not surprisingly, recently began a program where they send $500 cash payments per month to hundreds of low-income households with no strings attached whatsoever. That program is being funded privately, or so they say. In any event, it will be interesting to see if the Senate picks up this bill and what the governor's response could be. Can you imagine if your local government started giving people free cash? I can guarantee if you're listening to this podcast, you would not be a recipient of the free money. On the contrary, if you're listening to this podcast, you'd be the one funding it. With that in mind, WPT registered in favor of banning local tax dollars from being used in that way. I was talking to a member last week, and he asked, does anything good ever come out of Madison? So I thought this would fit the bill. Yesterday, Assembly Speaker Robin Voss and Assembly Minority Leader Greta Neubauer announced that both the Republican and Democrat leadership teams in the Assembly took part in a bipartisan leadership retreat, which was facilitated by the National Conference of State Legislatures, of which Speaker Robin Voss serves as the president of that national organization. Voss and Neubauer said the meeting was an opportunity to discuss our differing perspectives, consider challenges facing the 
institution and begin cultivating a path to find common ground. It was a productive endeavor, and we look forward to continuing these conversations in the months to come. So see, folks, conversation is key. And at the end of this session, I will let you know the percentage of bills that pass on a bipartisan vote. It's so much higher than you might imagine if you're basing your guess on media coverage. Here's another positive story. State Senator Jesse James Veltuna is also a 2022 property taxpayer champion and maybe one of the single most down-to-earth individuals in the entire state legislature, announced the release of legislation yesterday that would support recovery high schools in Wisconsin. The bill would allocate $500,000 each year of the upcoming biennium to help support their operation costs at these schools. The bill would also require those schools to submit annual reports outlining how the funds are spent as well as academic information. So let's back it up. I wasn't really familiar with these schools, but recovery high schools are innovative institutions that tailor their curriculum directly to students who are battling uh, addiction, substance addiction, and they do so at a fraction of the cost. Since the schools are private nonprofits, they don't qualify for any state funding whatsoever. With drug addictions running rampant in Wisconsin, from my view at least, these schools keep kids in an academic setting and help them with these issues simultaneously. Senator James said, Teenagers in Wisconsin are more likely than average American teens to report using drugs in the last month. That is a problem when many communities struggle with the services necessary to battle substance abuse after it becomes a full-blown addiction. James went on to say that while opiate use disorder can cost upwards of $220,000 per person per year, sober high schools only spend a fraction of that cost, about $30,000 per year per student, and promote valuable skills that help promote an addiction-free life. So props to Senator James for the work on this issue. If you want to show your support, if you're like me and you're hearing about this for the first time and you're like, wow, that's a great program, show your support. Help these schools reach out to your lawmaker and tell them to sponsor LRB 2917. The deadline is tomorrow. It's not a lot of money and it will do a whole lot of good. Finally today, we can report that we have nothing to report yet <laughs> on shared revenue reforms for local government. According to Assembly Speaker Robin Voss, the GOP authored reforms to the state's program that provides aids to local governments should be released tomorrow at some time. Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemahue said more uh, items needed to be worked out first. It's looking increasingly like local aids will be tethered to a percentage of the state's sales tax revenues and incentives will be offered for local governments that consolidate services. It would also appear that Milwaukee County and the city of Milwaukee may be granted the authority to levy their own sales tax to cover their impending pension cliff. Majority Leader Devin Lemahue expressed support for allowing Milwaukee to do that in comments he made yesterday. Once we know something, we won't keep you waiting. Make sure you're subscribed to the WPT Weekly Insider before Monday's edition is released. So in the spirit of being positive and the bipartisan leadership retreat that we just learned about, we'll leave you with this one from Henry Ford, who said, Coming together is the beginning. Keeping together is progress. Working together is success. That's all for this week. I hope you have a great second half of the week. And as always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business, farm, and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org slash join.